Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25, the gospel lesson that we just read, the one that's appointed for today is also appointed for Christmas Eve. Just think about that for a second. Did that sound like what you normally hear on Christmas Eve? No, because we have, we have two accounts of, of, of Christmas. One of them is Matthew chapter 1, and the other is Luke chapter 2. Uh, that's the one that starts out, you know, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that the whole world should be taxed. And Mary and Joseph, they went up from the town of you know, Nazareth to, to Bethlehem, the house of David, and, and, and all of that. That's the one that, that we're used to hearing. And that's the one that, frankly, as a pastor, better be read. <laughs> a few years ago, you know, I, I'm looking at the, at the readings for, for Christmas Eve, and I see, oh, wow, yeah, this, this is the one that's actually appointed. This, is this not a Christmas gospel? I mean, it told us about Jesus' birth, right? I'm like, we should probably read this at some time on Christmas Eve. It's about Jesus' birth. You should have seen people's faces. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I read Matthew chapter 1. I get up in the pulpit and I look and I just have daggers coming at me. I'm so thankful that we no longer live in a time where people carry rotten fruit to throw. Because I'm pretty sure I would have been pelted. And during that sermon, I actually, I actually changed my message and kind of recited Luke chapter 2 for memory. And I could actually feel the tension in the room go down. And, and there was a person who came up to me afterwards and he said, it's a good thing you did that. <laughs> I was really upset with you. All right, then. But this, this Christmas gospel... Matthew chapter 1. It's the Christmas gospel too. And I think it tells us some really important things. You know, I think, I think that we really love Luke too because, you know, you have the shepherds and you have the angels and there's just kind of this, oh, isn't that sweet? Oh, there's a baby. Let's go see the baby. And they get, oh, isn't the baby cute? Let's tell everybody about the baby. And that's great. And it's legitimate to the Christmas story. But Matthew 1 is a little bit harder, isn't it? There's, a, there's something a little bit more difficult about Matthew 1. And I think that some of those difficult things are important because this, this account, it, it draws out the struggle, the fear, and the doubts of Christmas this account shows us that this is a walk of faith. This is not a matter of, you know, oh, everything's peaches and light. And, you know, oh, we go skipping through the field with our sheep. And then we go telling everybody and everybody's happy. This was hard for Mary and Joseph. I mean, walk through the text. One of the first things it says is that Mary was found to be with child. There was, there was no announcement. Hey, we're having a baby. Well, when's the shower? No, it was found 
that she was with child. And people are whispering about this and, and talking about it, you know, around Mary. And one of those people who found that she was pregnant was Joseph. Imagine Mary for a moment here. Here's the man that, that she loves. The one that, that you know, we're going to spend the rest of our life together. The man that she believes will believe her. And he doesn't. Because the one thing that Joseph knows is he ain't the dad. So he decides, I'm cutting this off. It says he, he decided to divorce her. You know, engagements at the time in the first century, these were like binding contracts. This was a big deal. He decides to divorce her. Can you imagine Mary hearing those words? I mean, you go back to Luke and she finds out that, you know, the angel Gabriel comes, you know, you're going to have a baby. Yay! I'm the Lord's servant. Let it be to me as you have said. But there's no mention of, oh, and by the way, Joseph is going to think that you cheated on him and he's going to try to leave you. But that's the situation. And Mary has to cling by faith to this message that, that Gabriel spoke to her, that the, the child in her is a holy one from God. And then an angel comes and visits Joseph in a dream and, and tells him, no, Mary is telling you the truth. And even though he knows that this angel has spoken to him, Mary's telling the truth. He still has to take that on faith, doesn't he? And there's still got to be a, a, a bit of fear in this. And, and, and guess what? Once he steps into this, it's no longer Mary that they found out about. You heard about Joe, right? He couldn't wait for the wedding night. Literally didn't. Because that's the kind of thing that would be going around town. And here's this righteous, upright man. And everybody's saying all kinds of evil against him behind his back. And of all the people in the, in the whole wide world, it's just these two that know the truth. How hard is that? Here's something else about Matthew chapter 1 that's really important. It's in Matthew chapter 1 that the angel tells Joseph to name the baby Jesus. Actually, Gabriel told Mary to name the baby Jesus. But the angel tells Joseph, name the baby Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's a pretty important part of Christmas. That Jesus is born to save us from our Sin. That we live in a world that is broken and, and just shattered by sin. And God is doing something about it here. And it's Matthew that tells us that this birth of this child fulfills the prophecy in Isaiah that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and she will, he will be called Emmanuel, 
which means God with us. This enduring message that even though we were living in darkness, even though we were in this brokenness, God enters in to be one of us, to be with us, to display his love in order to save us from our sin. You know, in Luke it's, Christ the Savior is born! In Matthew it's, he's going to save you from your sins. And he is God with you. So, 20 odd years of ministry, I learned something really important. On Christmas Eve, read Luke 2. And I think that that's okay. I, you know, I think a few years ago, uh, I, I would have been upset by that idea that, you know, we have to read Luke 2. I, I think there's time for joy and celebration, right? And Christmas is certainly a time of light and gladness, and it is good to revel in the light and to rejoice in what God has done. But our whole life doesn't work that way. And we can't deny the dark part of our lives in Christmas. The hurts and the sorrows that, yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. That's Emmanuel. By the way, anybody want to guess the last time I read that passage out loud? It was yesterday at the cemetery when we buried Ruth Hine. Merry Christmas. This is the reality of this, this world that we live in. And I do think it is good to, to sit back and to just rejoice and enjoy. Those mountaintop moments are important. They matter. But for Christmas to carry through to December 26, to January 1, to when you go back to school and when you go back to work and you go back to bills for overextended credit cards and you go back to diets and exercise programs. This message of Emmanuel, God with us, that's pretty important. I think it's interesting that at the beginning of uh, Matthew, we get this message of God is with us. And then if you jump to the end of Matthew, the last things that Jesus says to his, disciple, to his disciples, Lo, I am with you always. And the enduring presence of Christ is essential to know this Jesus who is always with us because he is the one who will save us from our sins. To know this Jesus who is Emmanuel, God with us always, even to the end of the age, even when times are hard, 
It's an important message of Christmas. And it's the last message that I will give to you about Advent this season and why Advent is important. Because we need Emmanuel. We need a God who is with us to save us always. To save us from our sins, to enter into the dark moments and to give us hope and life. Amen.